We're going to be looking at the New City Catechism question 32 tonight. So, uh, let's take a look at what the um, question and the answer says. Um, this is the, the longer, uh, fuller answer in the catechism. We're going to look at the fuller answer and then we'll go to the children's catechism answer. So don't freak out. This is not what we're memorizing tonight, okay? Um, here's the question. What do justification and sanctification mean? And the longer answer says, justification means our declared righteousness before God made possible by Christ's death and resurrection for us. Sanctification means our gradual growing righteousness made possible by the Spirit's work in us. Now here's a shorter answer that kind of summarizes all that. Let's read this one all together. Okay? Ready, set, go. What do justification and sanctification mean? Justification means our declared righteousness before God. Sanctification means our gradual growing righteousness. Now what I want to share with you briefly before you guys break off into small groups is uh, this. What is the difference between justification and um, sanctification? What, what do they mean? Okay. Um, first, if you see, even in this answer, what you can see is um, both are things that are gifted from God. These are things that we know we receive from God. Right? Declared righteousness before God. Our gradual growing righteousness. These are things that we receive from God by grace. That's probably the first thing you should know about these two. But then the two are not the same thing. So the two are different. Justification and sanctification are different. And here's how they're different. Justification speaks to, in a sense, our legal verdict. Legal verdict uh, before God, which is final and eternal. Okay? Sanctification speaks to our spiritual growth before God that is gradual and temporal. Uh, think about what a legal verdict means. Okay, think about what justification means first. Let's say I owe a million dollar debt. I owe a million dollar debt uh, because I, I wasted a lot of money. Okay. And um, so I end up going to court because I owe a million dollars that I can't pay back. All right. Let's say the judge there uh, in the court was gracious enough kind enough to me uh, to want to forgive my debt by paying the debt off himself. He offers to pay the million dollar debt himself. And that means what for me? Once that debt is paid, for me, that means I am debt free, right? I am no longer this person who owes a million dollar debt. And I can walk out of that courtroom um, totally innocent, right? completely debt free, right? There's not a penny I owe anymore in my name because the judge paid it all in my name, right? With his own money. So I walk out of that courtroom innocent. It's, that's immediate, that's final, that's permanent, that's legal, okay? Um, that's what justification kind of means. It means in the courtroom of God, for those of you who have put your faith in Jesus, you are sin-free. And you're not going to be punished for your sins. Once and for all, permanently and forever, you're forgiven of your sins. And you walk out of the courtroom of God with this paper that says you're innocent. You 
declared righteous even in God's eyes. Why? Because God, particularly through the Son of God, paid off your debt of sin on the cross. And when you receive that, you're innocent, you're declared innocent forever. That's justification. Now, however, going back to the example I just gave you, just because I walk away from the courtroom debt-free, does that mean I now have no possibility of ever wasting money ever again? No. The, the same bad habits that got me in debt, I still have, right? And so what happens then? I have to change those habits. I have to grow uh, in the way, and mature in the way that I spend money. And let's say this, let's say the judge that, that paid off my debt for me um, come, meets me outside of the courtroom and, and says to me, you know, I'm going to help you work towards uh, financial responsibility. I'm going to help you work towards um, taking care of your, your, your finances and being a good steward of your money, but you have to follow my instructions. You have to obey what I tell you to do. Let me help you. That will be sanctification, and that's what God has done for us. After he gives us that innocent, righteous verdict, he doesn't just leave us alone. He then says, okay, now be my disciple and follow after me and obey my commands. Right? So, so after he justifies us, he sanctifies us. The difference is, the justification is final, it's permanent, it's eternal. You're forever innocent in the eyes of God. Sanctification, however, is the, the process by which you grow into what God has given you, that is the title of a child of God. You have to grow uh, into his image. Um, there's a theologian named Abraham Booth, and he put it like this. Justification is instantaneous and complete. Sanctification is progressive and perfecting by degrees. And the Bible uses language like this. From one degree to another, you will be conformed um, to the image of God. Uh, bear fruit by keeping with repentance. Okay, so that means you have to grow. And, and you know, Paul says when you're a baby, you, you crave milk, but when you're grown up, you, you crave solid food. And in the same way, when we're spiritually babies, you, know, you can behave like a spiritual baby, but then when you grow older, when you mature, you should behave differently. And so, so that's what sanctification is. That's gradual and, and progressive. Okay, does that make sense? Half of you are nodding. Okay, we'll, we'll hash this out more during the um, small group time. But here's a good scriptural reference where this is found in. And that's Galatians 2.20. Okay? Uh, let's read this out loud all together. Ready, set, go. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, if you look here... You see that the Apostle Paul says, there's something instantaneous and complete. And that's the first part of the verse where he says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And what that means is once you put your trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, you will be immediately found in Christ, instantly found in Christ. Uh, and and when, the, when God the judge sees you, he no longer sees your sins, he sees he sees Christ and his righteousness. He sees Christ covering you, and, and he says, therefore, when he looks at you, he's, and when he looks at me, he says, well, John is completely righteous 
completely innocent. Even though I'm, even though I'm, I'm a daily sinner, right? Just, just earlier today, I was impatient with my kids, right? I lacked patience with my kids. But when God looks at me, He doesn't see me simply as a sinner. He sees me as a sinner covered in the righteousness of Christ. That's forever. That's permanent. Okay? That will never change. But there's also something here that's progressive and perfecting over time, and that's the second half of the verse, which, where it says, and the life I now live, which means on earth right now, this physical existence on earth, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Okay? And what that means is, now that I've been saved by faith, I have to work towards living this faith out, evidence this faith in my life. I have to represent Jesus' righteousness more and more in my life because that's what I'm covered in. Okay? And that means in my everyday life, I die more and more to my old sinful habits. Again, I'm not going to perfect it by tomorrow. It will take time. But there ought to be progress. There ought to be a gradual change. It doesn't have to be sudden, but it has to be certain. Okay? Uh, it can be gradual, but it's got to be actual. You gotta change and you gotta grow. Because that's how you, that's how, I mean, how else do you know that you're actually bearing fruit as a child of God unless you're bearing fruit as a child of God, right? Okay? Now, um, th those, are the, those are the two differences, very important differences even in this, in this single verse. Uh, and I would also add this, for your sanctification, what's really essential is your life in the church. Your life in the church. Uh, church is God's ordinary way in which he uh, endows us with all the essential, basic, necessary things like developing godly habits, con uh, keeping with worship and um, confessing our sins uh, uh, consistently and uh, learning how to serve and love one another. These are things that we receive through the church. So the church is absolutely vital for your sanctification and your growth. Now let me close with this illustration and then, and then I'm going to send you guys off into your small group. Um, I'd like you to think of justification um, as, a, as a child being born. Think of it as a child being born or adopted, which actually might be more biblical. But both are biblical terms that are used to signify justification. And Jesus has used the term born again. Uh, Paul uses the word being adopted. Right? Both are implying the same things. Justification is like that. Uh, you're, let's say you're being born into or adopted into a loving family. Okay? Sanctification, what, what sanctification means in that case is the child growing up in that family and maturing in that family and being disciplined in that family. Um, when my youngest daughter, Joni, was born, and actually from the moment we knew uh, she was conceived. From the moment we knew that she was in, you know, mommy's tummy, um, we knew that once and for all, permanently and finally and instantly, she's our daughter, right? And I'm her daddy, and my wife is her mommy. That was instantaneous, right? Right then and there we knew. And nothing can ever change that, right? There's that element. But what must happen uh, once the baby is born. Once Joni is in this world, she has to grow. Right? She has to grow. 
um, and she has to, to mature. And she has to become more and more like her parents in the sense that you know, she has to pick up on uh, her parents' values, her parents' lifestyle, her parents' faith, right? her parents' priorities and, and things like that, language. Right? Uh, more and more she grows into the image of her parents. Now, is she going to suddenly grow up into this adult version of you know, herself overnight? No, it's going to take a long time, right? And it's important that she stays in this loving family environment where she can be nurtured to grow in that way. And in the same way, okay, uh, your sanctification is going to be gradual, but it's important you stay in that loving family environment called the church, where you are pastored, where you are ministered to, not only through pastors, but also through your brothers and sisters, your teachers, your older siblings, okay? These are very important things. Um, and it's, it's, it's really important, and I'll close with this, that you understand justification is what comes first. And then sanctification is what comes second. Meaning, uh, your being accepted into the family of God forever is first, and because, because you've been accepted into the family of God forever, therefore you must grow and be sanctified and change. You must become holy. You must be obedient. You must follow God's word. Why? Because you're a child of God. So that's what's at the root. And the fruit of that is your obedience. It's very important that you don't reverse that. What happens if you reverse that? That means you're saying... If I obey well enough, if I'm performing well enough, if I'm doing enough for God, then I will be a child of God. And that's not Christian faith, that's not the gospel. Now, if you think that, you need to correct that tonight and reverse that to the biblical understanding of you're accepted by God first, and then as a result, you're bearing fruit and changing into the and I hope you'll uh, come to a, a slightly better understanding of that as you guys break off uh, into small group today. And then after your small group time, uh, we will also get together for Q&A. So feel free to save some of your questions for uh, the Q&A time as well. All right, so let's pray right now and let's break off into small groups. Father God, we thank you for your doctrines of justification and sanctification and we pray for your Holy Spirit to give us wisdom so that we can come to a, a much better understanding of what they mean uh, as we break off into small groups. Thank you for your teaching and your continuing guidance, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.